and welcome to a very special episode of the firmware update a special review episode and as you know we want to play this thoroughly before we give you our thoughts and what have you or as best you can uh on mass effect andromeda the very controversial mass effect andromeda i'm malcolm spinetti of course joining me as always joseph montgomery garcia how you doing bud? uh pretty good pretty good so now i played uh as i've said on the show i played a little bit of it however i just wanted to lead things off and talk about my experiences with this fine piece of craftsmanship <laughs> and uh joe i will i just want to explicitly say joe is going to be the official review for this game he played the most out of it he gave it the biggest chance i do want to start because i feel like i've been talking saying for a while ever since i told joe on that cold, cold day that I did, <laughs> didn't do the trilogy. He said, well, well, you have to, you have to absolutely, well, he told me you have to absolutely play, which I never did, but you <laughs> have to absolutely play Mass Effect Andromeda because how could Mass Effect drop the ball in any way, shape, or form, which is what a lot of us assumed here. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, the answer is to juggle several balls <laughs> uh, without practicing beforehand. Uh, look. Uh, I'll never forget the day just I think it was like the week before it came out somebody on Twitter <laughs> who got a copy of the game early started posting gifts of the animation no it was because um, EA's got that EA access thing on Xbox One mm-hmm. where if you pre-order the game uh, you can play it or at least usually you get to play like the whole thing you know a few days before but I guess with something like Mass Effect like play the first 10 hours a few days before it's like okay um, and people <laughs> And those people got into it, and it's like, oh, oh, no. Cause, oh, no. Because <laughs> at first, I just did, like, a little bit. I, I tried. You know, at first, I see the tweets from, like, a few people. And I was like, okay, well, maybe the, it just downloaded funny, or this is just, like, lifts. But then, like a virus, you just see more and more tweets. And then, finally, you know it's real when Kotaku makes a freaking article about it. <laughs> and then other websites did articles about this and i'm like oh no but you know for you guys like at this point this is probably where where i would have told gamestop maybe let's just move it over to persona or something like that. <laughs> but, uh but for you folks because i did say i would try it i did purchase it so joe i, I wrote down some notes <laughs> about uh my thoughts and feelings on the you know, start off with the intro, which is the best thing about this game. <laughs> Just like that open intro telling you about, you know, hey, there was this bit, this big war, which we call the Mass Effect trilogy, but we're not a part of that. We just basically got the hell out of there, and we're looking for a new home. You know, yeah. In, in layman's terms, that's the story of this game. Yeah, because uh, it takes place, um, I believe, after... It takes place, or at least, I guess it doesn't take place because it's not easy. I mean, it takes years years in like, the future. it's like, I, th- I think they actually said like 634 years yeah. after the events. So, yeah, it's not between. I, I guess the correct thing to say would be that they 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 disembark or whatever. They leave the galaxy between Mass Effect 1 and 2 is when they leave. So before, like, all the shit, like, completely hits the fan uh, in the Milky Way galaxy, they're already long gone. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so this, so the intro plays and it's, it does fine because it's pre-recorded, and <laughs> and then we get to the character select screen. Yeah, we're, we're starting here. This this is one of the most atrocious looking characters. <laughs> like my original plan was to create uh, Zack Ryder because you can't change. <laughs> can't change. so I was going to get the hair. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> uh, Should have fucking known. <laughs> I did call him Zack. Just of course you did. If you're going to make him look like it, why wouldn't you call him anything? Why would you call him anything else? I, mean, I, I didn't even easy get, part. I didn't even get that far because I was looking at some of the options for his look, and I've made like the critique about WWE 2K games that you can very much tell who are the main eventers and who are the people that are at the bottom of the card. Because <laughs> John Cena, they may as well have mo-capped his freaking look, and meanwhile, you, you... Yeah, they do. They literally do. Okay. Well, meanwhile, you go down to a guy who was, let's say, wasn't hot at the time, like John Morrison, and his, hell yeah, and his hair looks like it's made made out of play. Like, have you ever done that Play-Doh thing where you stick it in there <laughs> and push it, and the hair pops? It looks like that. Yeah, it's it's always those always look like oh we like we 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 didn't bother 
<laughs> scanning this guy's face. So we're going to use the game's actual fucking creator wrestler mode to do it instead. It's like, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't good. And I didn't like anything. Like, the more you try to change the defaults looks, the more, you know, out of place it looks. And you got to think, you're, you're going to be like, far be it from me, I didn't want to get a look that would make it look out of place because you know that sucks in a video game when something looks like it's not supposed to be there <laughs> more on that later uh, <laughs> and uh, so and plus you know you, you think of little things like you're gonna have like these personal moments with these characters and yes yeah, sex scenes and stuff like that and meanwhile yeah. you look like a fucking clown so <laughs> <laughs> um so i ended up keeping the default look as unhappy as i was uh i was actually surprised you know i stayed away from sarah Ryder, not just because uh you know i wanted to make zach Ryder, but also because i've seen like most of the heat come down on her especially on the fact that she's always smiling in like every <laughs> animation even if she's in pain she's kind of smiling which is really distressing <laughs> uh however it, i did find it interesting there are actually reddit threads where Using the same options within the game, they actually found a way to make the default characters look better and more lifelike, which is really concerning. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Zack Ryder was born. So I just want to start off by saying, like, like, like an idea I, want, I wanted to do for these review episodes is, like, at some point, I want, I want to do top 10 issues I had with this game, you know, just so that there are some critiques and it's not just, you know, usually, we're usually pretty positive on games. I didn't want it to be so like, okay, here's some problems here. Such as I did with Zelda, which people are giving perfect tens, but no, Malcolm came up with ten issues. <laughs> Granted, some of them were a stretch. You can tell how good a game is if I have to stretch to make it onto <laughs> the top ten. But uh with this game, you know, I could I don't know if I could contain it to ten problems, but uh first of all, the facial problems, they are true. They they are very true. <laughs> I mean, uh, before we get too deep into to that particular issue, it's like I, I guess it's worth noting that they've patched a few of the things. Uh, I mean, I, we I don't think either of us have played it since they like patched like patched in like you know actual human eyes. <laughs> um, but I guess it's worth noting that they've patched that, even though. But we're gonna base it on our actual experience, uh, right? Yeah, like uh, yeah, exactly. Which yeah. which would be pre-patch. And my yeah, exactly. And my counterpoint to that would be, you know what, who else has been patching their game and has been making it better but since launch? <laughs> no Man's Sky. <laughs> oh, I still haven't played that game, though, again, even though I, I can download it back at any time. And <laughs> No, I, I finally sold it off like a month ago while it still held some value. <laughs> I oh, was wow. like, <laughs> it still held some value a month ago. Okay, wow. All right. It was like 15 bucks. I was like, <laughs> like, like alright, like, let me at least get 17 bucks as, as of course I gotta charge a little extra for shipping, you know? It's like uh, with you know with GameStop, they'll give you they'll give you twenty eight cents for PS3 games. At that point, just say you don't want them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I I sell my games anyway. It's not especially because ah, the especially because the GameStop that that was closest to me just fucking moved, and they put a sign like we've moved to this new location and left that part of the sign blank. It's like oh okay, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, you, you definitely want to do eBay or. Or at least shop around. Like, uh, like I traded in a bunch of stuff because I'm trying to get the pro. And at first, I went to freaking Amazon, and they were gonna give me like uh, $150 for one of my PS4s and 30 bucks for a tablet. Mm -hmm. But then I went to Amazon to see what they did, and for my PS4, they were offering $167, and for my tablet, they offered to give me 150. So. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, night and day, right? So yeah, um, I mean, for games, not not necessarily for hardware, but for like games, best. I mean, I don't work there anymore, so that's not me chilling here. But Best Buy, um, Best Buy sometimes overvalues games. Like it's weird because like sometimes games will be like they'll either give you too way too much or way too little for for your game. Um, like like sometimes you'll get like fucking like I got like I got like thirty bucks for Watch Dogs like several months after it came out. I was like, all right, I'll <laughs> for Watch Dogs too. Um, Whereas, like, I tried to trade, I was going to trade in uh, Deus Ex, and it's like, here's a quarter. I was like, no. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, you can keep that, and I'll keep this <laughs> instead. How about that? Um, so you can look that up on, on the website. Um, it's worth checking out before committing. But 
Yeah. Yeah. So just some issues that I wrote down here. One, not just Sarah Ryder, but a lot of the females are always kind of smiling, like Cora, which is like, uh, you know, the tough as nails yeah. security specialist. She's always somewhat smiling, which uh, at a certain point becomes like really jarring. Like even when like, oh, the ship's blowing up, she's like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it is so weird. And uh, the main problem I have are the eyes, which by now I'm sure a lot of you have seen videos about. Like, basically, you see, like, all of the white in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. when you gotta, like, everyone looks like they just did a fucking bump of coke in the bathroom <laughs> before they fucking started talking to each other. It's like, man, everyone's just chill. And, and it's weird, like, uh, a YouTuber named Yong Ya actually did like a really great breakdown of why this is so weird. And like normally with a human eye, you, you, you're not seeing the whole eye the entire time. You're the whole, all the whites of, of the eye at all times. Like usually the, like you see like the bottom half of it or, or something. Otherwise it doesn't look human. Like the uncanny Valley in this game is like a l- very jarring. And uh, also like I made a joke, my wife, she made a joke and she didn't even realize it. Like, because uh, keep in mind, Sandra has less experience with uh, this franchise than I do, which is funny because she's playing uh, Dragon Age Inquisition right now. She's been playing the hell out of that game for months now, and she's enjoying it. So, and are you th- are you there, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I mean, sh- man, Dragon Age. I'll, I'll, I mean, I guess I'll preface what I well, I have to say later that <laughs> I dislike Mass Effect for basically the same reasons I dislike uh, Inquisition. <laughs> But, you know, I, I would argue that mass that in Dragon Age, like, I was like, has this always been a problem and I just never noticed? But, you know, I'm watching her play Dragon Age and uh, I didn't see, I don't see any of the issues that I'm seeing in Andromeda in there. As far as characters talking, they look like very lifelike. They move around a lot. They even use their hands in conversations, which is also very lifelike. And they were pretty obviously mocap. But anyway, Sandra... <laughs> brought up the point i think i get what they're going for in this game and i had just made a joke because another issue i have with the game is the eyes were always moving so i made the joke that it was like they were reading a cue card that was behind the character they were talking to Mm -hmm. so she was like and she there are a lot more issues that i'm going to get into in a second and she was seeing them all too it's like i think what they were going for is they wanted to make this like star trek and I'm first, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, those movies are pretty big, and, uh, and I assume that's what they... No, 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 not the movies. The 1960s version. Of, I'm like, what? Like, like, look at this. It looks like a low-budget movie set right here. I think they were trying to make it feel like a low-budget movie. I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily what... <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily true. <laughs> that would be a great save. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, they, like... I mean, from the very first game back in 07, like, yeah, that, like, like Star Trek and Star Wars are clearly, you know, big influences on, on the designs of, and, you know, a lot of the story stuff, obviously, but I don't think they were like, hey, let's stress it down and make it look like the original series. <laughs> like, I don't think it went that far. So the game begins, you wake up at cryos, cryosleep and you start like meeting characters left and right. And I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah, like a lot of these, like, I won't wait until like I, I could probably say it to the end, but I'll just say it here and there. Characters I felt were very uninteresting. It's uh, yes, it does. <laughs> it doesn't help that they're giving like these deadpan deliveries for everything. It it's, it's like uh, EA or Bioware told them, you know, don't put emotion into it because we because <laughs> they're very robotic. Like like Cora is the biggest one for me. Like. Korra was the one they were prepping to be the Pathfinder in in case the Pathfinder, your dad, mm-hmm. ended up something happening to it, something happening to him. However, he gives you a magic helmet and uh, you become the Pathfinder. That's the most non-spoilery way I could give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you would think she'd be upset with Like, this is literally something she was trained at birth for. And there she <laughs> is, just half smiling at you like, no, nah, it's cool. You seem like a good guy. <laughs> yeah it's like oh she's just completely cool with this somehow okay sure why not it's like this could have been a really good story arc where she has to help you because you're 
you're entrusted this high position, but deep inside she kind of resents you because this is supposed to be hers. And then, yeah. like, over the course of the game, you could, like, get her trust, and then finally she's like, all right, I understand why your dad gave you the magic helmet. It could <laughs> be this big moment, but it doesn't. Um, and, like, other examples I give here, like, your character sees your character in a coma, your, excuse me, your sister or your brother, depending on which gender you start with, uh, your twin, in a, still in, in the cryo-freeze chamber, uh-huh. and they can't get her... Can't get them to wake up, or it's going to get some time. And my character has a look on the face, like he's wondering if he left the refrigerator door open. And <laughs> like he doesn't look like he cares. Uh, and like he's like you see your dad in action, and he looks like he once again doesn't care, or like he even knows who this guy is. So it, like a lot of the big mo- big moments seem to be lost so far. So finally, I go on the tutorial planet. Onto the planet tutorial <laughs> to take on this mission. And this is the big glitch. This game is very glitchy. Mm. Uh, and this is the big one that I had the experience for in that when I'm on the planet, at first I'm like seeing scenes with the characters and I'm like, wow, they're really sweating for some reason. They must be really nervous. No, it's raining in their helmets. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's not raining on the planet. I'm, and I'm still wondering if, and maybe you could tell me this, maybe it was supposed to be raining on the planet and uh. somehow a glitch put the rain inside the helmet, but I'm seeing the raindrops <laughs> hit the guy's face. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, like, wow, this is really happening on this AAA <laughs> game at launch. Oh, boy. Oh, my God, but. And uh, a big thing is, like, whenever I walk around and enemies appear, I literally see them drop down. Like, it's especially true when you're in that the Normad, I think it's the rovers called later. But yeah, you'll see, like, the enemies just sort of get, like, as if God is just placing them. <laughs> yeah. They just fall, like, a couple of feet onto the ground and they spring to action. Sometimes they just stay up there. And just... Or shit. Or like where it's like like these enemies are clearly like super like much smaller than you, the rover or even you even outside the rover and you're like let me run these bitches over and then fucking nothing happens you just roll over them and like randomly sometimes they'll fucking get hit or not like even though you're clearly driving right over them wheel over wheel like like what the fuck <laughs> it's like a little consistency here would be nice yeah and, and- one of the biggest shocks, uh, okay, the default enemies whose name I already have forgotten. The cat. The cat, thank you. Like, yeah, that's, that's actually a thing I had to look up because I was like, man, I haven't played this game in a couple of weeks. I forgot everything because none of this shit was memorable. <laughs> no. And, like, the cat, like, have this frozen look on their face at all times. Like, even when they're, I see them, like, shooting my comrades or doing stuff, they have this one look in place. So... I was shocked when I saw a cutscene and one of them is talking and their lips are moving and they're like emoting like where the fuck was all this a second ago. <laughs> but it, it's weird that the robot dinosaurs from Horizon show more emotion than a lot of these characters. <laughs> uh, I also wrote down Liam is an idiot. Like the lines for them, these characters in battle. <laughs> they're uh, all so annoying. They are. It's like. Hey, you got a hole in your face. Probably because I just shot you. Like, yeah, that'll do it. Like, I had Idiot. to pause the game and just face palm right there. What the fuck? I mean, I guess it's not as bad as fucking Ghost Recon Wildlands, or... <laughs> which sounded pretty bad. And Baby Makes 3 every time. <laughs> and Baby Makes 3. <laughs> every single time. Without fail. Like, man. Take that, fuck stick. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, but... Uh, the texturing in this game is so bad. So, so it's jarring how bad it is. Like I'll look over Horizon, and it'll there'll be nothing there. Like there there are cutscenes, especially where, where you're like, look at it, isn't it beautiful? And the screen goes, and it's just sheer blackness. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> then like uh, five seconds later, some lights appear that turn into stars. Then a planet will appear. And the planet will just pop in there. And just as, like, the texturing for the planet starts to kick in, it switches back to the characters. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's rough, man. It is so rough. <laughs> I, 
And uh, and this this is probably on me, this part here, because I didn't play the first game. But I'm opening chests and stuff, and I have no idea what any of these items are. Like, it'll say, like, you got Zinc Ion. And I'm like, <laughs> cool? <laughs> oh, my God. And I uh, mean... Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I also wrote down in combat the AI for your teammates, as well as being severely limited from what I understand. Like, they cut off a lot of the team strategy you could do. Yeah, that's – that's oh, God, I hate that so much because that's, that's probably, like, the best part of this game is the combat. The combat's really good in this game, actually. Um, like, I like using the powers and the, and the biotics and all that and fucking, you know, doing combos and all that. Like, it's all good stuff. But before, like, in the other three games, you could tell your squad mates to do – certain things you could like activate um like specific powers from them it's like all right i want like liara to use her biotic powers here and i want rex to fucking blast into these fools over there um you can tell them to do specific things here all you can do is tell them oh come to me or go over there and that's like those are the only commands you can give them it's like what the fuck man um yeah it's way less it's way less involved um which sucks because otherwise the combat's probably as, as good as it's ever been maybe even the best it's been but yeah, I have heard that, that the combat is, like, the best out of the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. And um, going off that point there, the a, the a, the intelligence of your teammates is also pretty bad. Like, I'll tell Liam, and I'm going to pick on Liam, unfortunately, a lot in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Liam, sit here, stand there, and shoot people as they come. Then I'll go over to my corner, and then all of a sudden I hear, I got your back! And he's, like, right there shooting enemies. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> I told you to go over there. So well, I'll sit. I'll I'll go back and like say stand. He go here and you know go back shooting enemies. I'll go go back shoot enemies and like two seconds later I got your back and <laughs> God it's so weirdly frustrating. Because uh, yeah like like I said it was so cool to be able to like before to be able to tell them to do specific things and then you could like combo on top of that you know like I was looking at the trophy list for this game it's like. You get a trophy for like, oh, do a hundred or whatever fucking combos with your teammates or however many it is. And it's like, how the fuck are you supposed to do that when your fucking teammates just do whatever the fuck they want? And usually what that is is die in the middle of the fucking battlefield. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, how the fuck are you supposed to do that on purpose? Oh, God. And so I play through the map and uh, it, it looks it looks bad. It's like, it'll either, I've never seen a game that fluctuates from looking really, really awesome to really, really college. I mean, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because that's one of the points I wrote down here. Like, I, I wrote a list of pros and cons, basically, for this game. And guess which one? Not none for the other. <laughs> but one of the things I did like about the game is that, aside from when it's fucking glitching out and shit, like and you know the character models but like the quality and the variety of like the landscapes across planets is pretty fucking impressive oh god yeah like i i still remember like what really sealed it for me was you know as many people bash it the playstation 4 pro reveal where they showed off the first real footage of mass effect andromeda and i was like holy shit this is beautiful it's a good looking game yeah. uh in parts you know especially as as you're as you're like increasing the viability of a planet or whatever, like after you go into the vault and you fucking do the thing that makes it not terrible to live on that planet anymore, mm. and you come out, you come back, back above ground, and you look at how different everything is. You're like, holy shit, this is actually super cool and, and satisfying in a way. Yeah. Uh, I'll going back on combat. I also wrote down I don't get having limited ammo in this game because more often than not, when I'm in a firefight, there's like a unlimited ammo box like right there. So, yeah. If I run out, I just run over, grab more. It's like at that point, yeah, you know, just give me unlimited ammo. Fuck it. I mean, <laughs> that's how it was in the original game, uh, where it's like, oh, these guns don't use ammo clips; they just overheat if you fucking if you're careless with them. And even then, you could like add mods to where it's like, oh, this gun cools a lot faster now. So it's like, oh, by, by the end of the game, when you have like the end game mods, you can just like hold down the fucking trigger on the assault rifle forever, <laughs> just and never have to worry about anything happening. It's like so. I finish the mission, you know, whole thing with your dad goes down. I'm the pathfinder. And once again, everyone is just super cool with it. They're like, nobody even questions it. No one is even like, okay, that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, like no one's like, oh, this is 
the proper protocol at all, but okay. It's like, and even like, especially from your compatriots who are saying like, no, no, you deserve this. This is going to be, we've known each other for like 11 minutes. Like, <laughs> and you're saying that I'm like so super cool. It's like, yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, strike two, I would say for me with this game, like you get, you get your ship, the Tempest mm-hmm. and you enter the captain's room for the first time. And it should be this big moment. And like one of them is like, here it is, sir, your ship. And it cuts to a close up of your character. <laughs> uh-huh. And he looks like he just smelled a fart, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of this game in a nutshell. <laughs> He's like, so unimpressed. He's like, oh, all right, I guess it's like, come on, man. <laughs> How do you fuck this moment up? It's like, oh. And at this point, I'm getting, like, a lot of the classic uh, memes, like the the famous one with your commander telling you, I'm sorry to be- lash out at you, but my face is just tired. <laughs> oh, my God. Your face is tired. What does that mean? How's <laughs> only your face tired? What the, what the fuck are you doing with your face? Did you get any flash gish? glitches in yours and when i mean when i say that is like you're doing the standard you know like it cuts to them they're looking at you doing a conversation and and normally they'd just be talking to you then all of a sudden they'll start moving and they'll like like zip to like different spots in the room like that Uh, happened at least (laughs) once to me (laughs) uh i can do you one better where i was talking to them in the med bay there were two characters in the med bay uh, of the ship, and I was talking to one of them. I was talking to the uh, to the Krogan. What's his face? Uh, Nakmore, or Drac? Drac is what you call him. The destroyer. Uh, yeah, Drac the destroyer. <laughs> but <laughs> but I was talking to him in the med bay, and like I like in the middle of a conversation, we fucking teleport over to the fucking galley of the fucking ship, which is where he's actually where he's made his like little camp or whatever. And <laughs> like suddenly we're talking there instead. Of, like we teleported to the next room mid conversation and then once the conversation's over there are two of him one standing inside of the other it's like uh right <laughs> so I, I i go back to the med bay and talk to the other character that was in there which was vetra the yeah uh, and and she, the same thing happens where she fucking teleports to a different part of the ship and once the conversation's over there are two of her now it's like what the fuck <laughs> just standing inside each other it's like all right Okay. And I didn't get any of these, but uh, Giant Bombcast actually went into some of the really, really bad glitches. Like, Oh, yeah, the, like their actual review uh, of the game. Like uh, Brad Shoemaker, who, who wrote the review, he recorded some choice fucking footage of his playthrough where it's like, what the hell is happening here? Like, how, like, how, like this is like NBA elite level bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the irony of it coming from EA again is not lost on me, but, <laughs> but fuck. Like, some Jesus. of the... Some of the notable glitches, he said, like, after the first mission, uh, there were some people that you rescue, like, later in the game were sitting in a ship, and they would give him the mission complete thing. He didn't get any XP, but they were saying that, oh, mission complete, thank you so much for saving us back on this planet you haven't been to yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There are multiple glitches where, for whatever reason, uh, the quest giver wouldn't accept it, so they can't turn it in. Which is that's great. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Fuck. Um. Yeah. There. Are, like. There are a lot of points where it's like I'm, or like I'd be exploring the planet or whatever. Like, and I found, like, I found like this enemy camp or whatever, just kind of cruising along the planet. It's like, oh, okay, weird. And then I'd go to to start another. Like, I just went to go start a side quest. It's like, oh, you got to go back to that fucking um to that camp that I found or whatever to to scout, to scout it. And then that'll be the rest. I was like, okay, cool. I went back and like the fucking shit wouldn't trigger because like I had already passed the base camp or whatever. And like for whatever reason, the, the game fed me the lines or whatever that would have triggered the rest of the mission. So I was like, wait a minute, why isn't this working? Uh, so I had to reload my save, make sure to drive around the fucking camp. So I didn't accidentally trigger the fucking rest of the mission before starting the mission. And then it would work from there. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like uh one of my favorite glitches that i got in this game uh it's when liam is essentially showing you around the tempest and he gives you that tutorial showing you how to use the research and development thing and uh, i do that and he's leading me to the control room to head to eos which is like the first real planet you go to yeah and i'm following him he gets to some. He gets to the top of some stairs, and he looks at me, and he says, "All right, let's go." 
and he jumps through the roof of the <laughs> ship into outer space. Pucci returned to his home planet. <laughs> on his way back to his home planet. Oh, God. I'm like, what? what? Like, I look around, he's gone. I, I don't see him again until it cuts. <laughs> oh, Lord. Poor no. Liam. It's like... So I go to Eos, which is like this desert-looking planet. I don't care about the characters. I don't care about the story. I've already lost interest in the mission. I want to compare this to a game that came out not too long after Mass Effect called Persona 5, which, <laughs> like, inside, like, I've talked to people at work. Like, my manager is a huge uh, Mass Effect apologist, which I didn't know was a thing. Uh, it probably wasn't a thing until now, but... <laughs> He's like, no, 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 man. You, you got to give this game a chance. You haven't really given this game a chance, so you play for at least 20 hours, I feel. And, <laughs> and I was like, that's that's a big fucking investment. But Yes, it is. Comparing it to a Persona 5 where I already cared about, it made me care about the story inside of like 15 minutes. It made me like the characters inside of a, an hour where I cared enough about them that I wanted to help them and make them succeed. And inside of like an hour and a half, I want to say, it made me dislike the main, the antagonist, at least for that for the level, to a point where I felt I needed to take him down, and I need and I wanted to help my <laughs> this these characters overcome this issue, as well as the overlying story. I want to find out what happened to force this force everyone the main character into the situation he's in compare this to andromeda not really the case <laughs> oh man it takes so long to get started in that game it does it does so i have that so i have two more my story is just about done I like i get to an outpost and i kill all the enemies and i'm waiting for the and this is right after you meet uh pb mm-hmm. which uh, is also great because she point this is where she kills one of the drones while pointing the gun backwards yeah i didn't know it fired out of that end but anyway (laughs) it does not (laughs) Uh, not. so i i I kill all the drones so i think because the the music is still playing and i realize there's another enemy so i start doing laps around the uh tower (laughs) Was was the enemy 800 miles away uh no uh because eventually at some point a blast hits me and i realize the enemy is inside one of the towers or one of the little structures and I can't shoot at it, but somehow it's able to shoot at me. So I have to, at that point, I have to close out the game and re reload the, uh, reload the thing, the file. And thankfully this time it works. And the whole time I'm thinking I've, I've still got like 40 hours to go of this game. <laughs> Fucking brutal, man. <laughs> and uh, the final straw, Strike Three came. I got, I completed that section. I get in the uh, the the rover, which name I already forgot. The Nomad. Nomad, thank you. <laughs> and as I'm driving to the next spot, my car just explodes. Like, <laughs> All right. No reason. There's no enemies on the screen. I hadn't even been shot. I just like went, drove in reverse, and went forward explosion and for me that was like you know what i'm good <laughs> i really can't see me recommending this game okay it so and at that point i had the game for about a week now typically after a week the games are worth half the value so it's usually around like 30 maybe 35 if it was decent the game was already down to 25 dollars <laughs> So, like, despite my uh, Rob, my GameStop guy, telling me, I'm telling you, it gets better after X amount of hours. <laughs> it's like, I think I'll just get Persona 5. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I've said, Joe's uh, review is going to be the review we go by. And uh, he's going to talk about it a little bit more. I, I think I've given you, like, a little segues into probably what he's going to talk about. But as far as, I don't know what he's going to end up saying, but... As far as game of the year, if you really want to push it, I would say this makes it into the Cinderella bracket at best. Mm. But ultimately, I'm going to make that your call. So, Joe, what are your thoughts <laughs> on Mass Effect Andromeda? 
Oh boy. Uh, I mean, like going into the game, like obviously, like we'd heard the rumblings of what could have been, or we saw the rumblings. We saw, we saw the, we read the tea leaves. You know, it's like, oh boy, this isn't shaping up to be very good, is it? Um, and you know, playing it for the first few hours, like at first, I was like, all right, maybe. Like, maybe this isn't so bad, because, like, I still, like, the idea of, you know, having a new ship and a crew is super appealing, and, like, as the, the codex kind of, like, filled up with new entries, like, I was pouring over those, like I did with the original trilogy, it's like, like, oh, man, like, it feel like, it felt, it felt comfortable for, for, for a little while, it's like, oh, yeah, this is nice, it's like, like, putting on your favorite sweater, you know, it's like, ah, oh, I missed this, hmm. <laughs> but then you actually start playing the game, it's like, oh, boy, <laughs> oh, boy, this isn't. Because, yeah, like, uh, I guess another thing worth noting is that, you know, Andromeda isn't developed by the original, by the same developer as the original trilogy. Mm. Um, that was Bioware Edmonton, uh, who are currently working on a new IP. Um, this is, like, Andromeda was done by, by Montreal, uh, Bioware Montreal. Uh, and Bioware Montreal, <clears throat> like, they aren't, like, a brand new studio or anything. They, I think, they were formed in 09 to, to work on DLC for Mass Effect 2 and 3. Um, and I think they even did the multiplayer for Mass Effect 3. So, like, they like they have experience with the fucking series. It's not like they, like they made a new studio and just said, hey, here you go. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's worth noting that, that yeah, it's not it's not the same. Uh, it's not the same people exactly. And Yeah, from what I recall while hearing, the team that made this game was the team that handled the multiplayer in a previous Mass Effect game. Yeah, that's literally just said that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and yeah, like you can tell because there's there's a lot of stuff here that like like they they get a lot of the aesthetic right and all that, um, but like ultimately it just feels a little bit it just feels weirdly disjointed and disconnected in a way that I don't think would have happened if it was done by by the original studio in Edmonton, um, which is which is a bummer because it's like man, you've got a whole new galaxy to explore. Um, you know, you're you're hundreds of light years away. Um, from the Milky Way, and it's like, oh shit! Like the the idea of going to a whole new galaxy is like awesome, cool. Let's see what we got here. And basically, <laughs> for for the entire game, you you encounter three new species the entire time: <laughs> the the Angara, the Ket, and the fucking robot fucking what is it? The remnants. Mm. Uh, like those are three that you encounter, and that's that's it. Like that's all the new species you find in fuck like a whole another galaxy away. Like you fucking. And on top of that, like, you don't even bring over all the original fucking species also because the story is that, oh, like, two of the fucking ships or whatever, or however many of the ships launched, you know, towards here, but the fucking, the Quarian ship, which had a bunch of, like, all had all the goofy fucking, the fun but goofy fucking species that people loved. Like, oh, the fucking, got the Quarians, but, like, the fucking, uh, ah, fuck, I forgot what the jellyfish ones are called. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but all the, but there's so many species that just aren't in the fucking game because they're just like, eh, their ship didn't launch at the same time. Don't care. It's like, but, 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 but like, like, there's so little new stuff here. It's like, it's, it's fucking disappointing as hell. <laughs> it makes me think like that was the ship was going to be like DLC. It's like, oh, here's all the fun aliens. You can all hang, do yeah, missions with either them. DLC, either DLC or like a, a sequel or whatever. But like, man, that's like, what if we just brought them all at the same time instead? How about that? <laughs> because you're not giving me a whole lot of new stuff to fucking hang my hat on so how about at least bringing all the old stuff in here um yeah and that sucks and like it just yeah it's just a fucking bummer man like and i guess the game's been out what two mo- a month and a half now it came out uh, in march so it's been a little the, been a few the last it, it was like march 20th so like say bottom yeah um yeah like technically i guess like totally here it's actually <laughs> two new species that you actually encounter because hey guess what <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it, what everyone's been saying. It's like you only see like two new species of alien in this completely new galaxy that you're in. Yeah, it's like, oh man, come on, Jesus! <laughs> there's nothing here. Like, there's a whole new galaxy to explore with all these different fucking planets, and you've got two new species. At which, spoiler, are technically the same species, <laughs> <laughs> plus some robots. Uh, it's like it's just a bummer, and and like we mentioned before, like. The, uh, the new species, like these new species, and, and the party members are just completely just fucking non-memorable and like generic as hell. It's it's just not great. It's super forgettable. It's like all all this, and the fact too. What what I another thing that I hate is that it's such a padded game. Like like the the original trilogy. Like I I poured through all of those games, and I 
like even obsessively playing it through as much doing all the side stuff as I can, like I still clock those games in like thirty five hours or less each. <laughs> Whereas here I'm nearing like forty five hours and that's like I'm not even halfway done with this game. <laughs> like 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 it's like which would be fine if it was like if they had like they if they'd included like side stuff that felt like it was important or worthwhile, but it's so much of it is just like, oh go back and forth between the fucking Nexus and this planet to talk to a guy or to fucking grab something real fast. It's like, that's like, why am I doing this? I'm a fucking, like I'm supposed to be the most important motherfucker here. And I'm doing all this, and I'm doing all this dumb side shit. Like, Oh yeah, go talk to my husband or whatever the fuck it's who, fuck you. It's like, it's like, what's the point of all of any of this? It's so terrible. Um, and like the inventory system is probably the, like, like the original game, like that, or like that, like the inventory system in the in the series has never been like great. Like it was, like they improved it after the original game. Like the original game was like pretty bad, <laughs> and then as as you got to Mass Effect two and three, it's like all right, this is this is usable now. But like <laughs> getting back to Andromeda, like the UI, like everything about the menus and the inventory system is just so fucking cluttered and and just convoluted. It's it's so hard to keep track of anything. Like even like Malcolm said earlier, it's like, you know, you, you kind of pegged it to being like, Oh, you're new to the series. You don't know what these fucking things do. Well, here, I got news for you, Malcolm. Uh, none of those things do anything. It's so, it's so pointless. It's like, like, I don't know what the point of crafting weapons is in this game. It's like, like, like they just wanted to add an extra layer of like customization. To this. It's like, no man, like this, like, <laughs> it's like, it like like half the shit you use is or half the shit that you can craft isn't as good as the stuff that you can usually find instead or buy from from merchants. It's like I don't understand what the point of I don't know. It's like there was like in the original like the original trilogy, you could use some of that stuff to like research certain things, but and that was fine. But like here, they want you to do so much with all these different fucking minerals and 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 things. And it's like it's just it's just sloppy. It's just like it's it's more work. <laughs> it's just extra work. I mean. It's it's interesting, like, because one of the things I've thought, like, I think a lot of the issues was EA wanted this game in the first quarter of 2017, and they were going to take no for an answer. I'm well, because sure. well, that was the end of March is also the end of the fiscal year for them. Uh, yeah, so right. so they so they definitely wanted to get that out before that, because otherwise it's like, yeah, why the fuck wouldn't you delay this game at least a few months to make it, you know, viable? <laughs> I, I will say this, like. Since this game came out, if a game comes out and says we're gonna have to delay it, I'm I'm totally cool with it now. Like if I, I was I was really cool before, but now I'm like I'm like appreciative now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the I, game being in development for so long, it's like I understand. Like at some point, EA has got to be like, all right, we got to get this game out, otherwise we won't make any money off of it at all. Like I get that to a certain extent, but it's like, man, you're this isn't even a complete product. <laughs> no, it, it really wasn't. It's like it's it's weirdly bloated and incomplete at the same time. <laughs> somehow it somehow it's both of those things. I, I mean, and I was gonna make the point like even if they had fi- finished things up, going back to what you're saying, where it just felt bloated. Like even if they did like fix up the animation and stuff, you know, I mean, the game would have felt better. But I don't know if it would have been in great regardless. But yeah, it, it's. It's really disappointing because I like obviously when we were giving our predictions, I was saying, "Oh, this would be like probably our number one seed in our tournament this year." <laughs> and Man. if you had told me last year that Resident Evil Seven would be a better game than Mass Effect and <laughs> oh god, because man, because even with the issues that people had with Mass Effect, you know, three when that came out in fuck twenty twelve, that still made our inaugural tournament, Malcolm. Hmm. Like, like for you know whatever story issues you have with that game, it's like it still was, like it was still a worthwhile game. I think. Yeah, it, it made it pretty far in the tournament. I feel too. Yeah, um, man, and like the whole time, like as they got deeper and deeper into Mass Effect uh, Andromeda, I just, I just thought it was like, man, it's like, what if, what if I just stopped here and just restarted Mass Effect instead? <laughs> <laughs> just the original trilogy, because that was so good. Like, 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 like I said, like there's, like. The trill, like those are big ass RPGs too, and and those are, I guess you know, in the RPG space, you know, relatively speaking, those are a tight thirty five hours each, <laughs> you know, like, like it doesn't have near, like none of those games have nearly as many fucking like side quests, but right. they never feel like a waste of time, especially like in Mass Effect Two when you're like, oh man, those those loyalty missions with that, like, a that crew is like amazing, like all those characters are so good, 
And then the loyalty missions that they set up for all of them, it's like, man, this is like all of this just fucking rules. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all of it is just so so good. Like, like mess. Like that original trilogy, like was probably for me like my favorite new series or franchise from the last generation. Like I love those original Mass Effect games so much, and to come away from Andromeda like and to be so disappointed by it, it's it sucks, man. <laughs> That's what I really feel bad about through all this. Like, I, granted, I was hoping to like really be coming in hard on this game, like in a positive way. You know I mean, like this would have been like, oh, all the lessons they learned from the trilogy went into this, and now we have like what essentially is this amazing, amazing game. And uh, it wasn't. And I know how much you love this this series. You've been telling me to go play the trilogy to this day. I'll, you're probably still going to recommend yes. it. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes, go do that. <laughs> but but the fact that they dropped the ball, like, like we'll, we'll, we talked, we'll have talked about it in the news, I'm sure, but as of this writing, as of this recording, excuse me, uh, BioWare has announced that they're suspending the brand, and the franchise indefinitely. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. And all this, you're like, I suppose the you know in hindsight, like nobody in their wildest dreams thought the game would be be this, but the fact that we went from trailers that were basically just people in an office working the game to <laughs> like immediate oh it's coming out in January we're like really <laughs> or in March like really <laughs> it's, it's like we've barely we haven't even had an E three uh, se- <laughs> second yeah it's like oh boy this <laughs> this isn't getting, this isn't shaping up to be very good. No, and on top of that, for it to, for something like this to come out in this year, which is already one of the most stacked years for video games ever. You know, we've had Verizon, we've had Zelda, we've had uh, Persona Five, we've had uh, Near Near. We've had like games that people didn't think much of suddenly proved to be really good games, like Resident Evil Seven. Gravity Rush 2, which, you know, once again, I've been really enjoying. Like, even Yakuza 0, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to play it. Oh, but we've had, like, these really, really top-notch games, and we still have more coming. I mean, as of this as of this recording, once again, Red Dead Redemption is supposed to come out in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> and E3 is next month, so who knows what's going to get announced. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I already took vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but. Uh, so I gotta ask, man, like, does this belong anywhere near the Game of the Year tournament, whether it be Cinderella or Main Tournament, in your opinion? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on the rest of the year in terms of game releases and quality, but right now it's not looking, not looking so good. Imagine if Red Dead came out and it was like this game. <laughs> oh, no, welcome, no. <laughs> oh, Marston jumps off his horse and into the sky. <laughs> Head <laughs> back to his home planet. Oh no! Uh, it's Rockstar. They, it's been a while since Rockstar's fucked up something. I feel. Yeah, I mean, even even though like GTA Five wasn't like my favorite in the series, it's like it was still fucking good. <laughs> like it worked for one. <laughs> like that was pretty important. You wouldn't accept the all. Everybody accepted the quest. You got to give it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta give it to them. Nothing. <laughs> Everything worked as it was supposed to. Like fucking a. Uh, yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, like, like I said, if it makes it anywhere, it's it's the Cinderella. Br- like the Cinderella bracket is probably going to be really exciting this year. <laughs> yeah. Just because, like, it feels like we've been getting such a wealth of games that, like, some like it, it might get pretty hard picking the top sixteen. <laughs> yeah, because man, like already the first few months of the year have been fucking stacked. Yeah, but go, going back to it, I, I guess it's pretty pretty official now that this game is definitely a skip. Eh, yeah. I, I feel like it might be worth playing a year from now. No, see, I don't agree. Really? <laughs> because even if they, like, even without, like, the technical issues, it's like, like, the game is still, like, bloated and, like, nothing matters at all. It's like, characters, like, the characters suck. The fucking all the like everything about exploring the new galaxy, except like aside from like seeing places like transform as you increase the viability, like that's cool. Like that's like I'm not gonna say that's not really cool, but like otherwise, like there's there's so little to explore there. Like there's no like 
the fucking new species aren't interesting. Your fucking squad mates aren't fucking interesting. It's like, like, why am I doing any of this? It's like, I don't want to do any of this side shit for anybody. And then they expect you to do like a hundred hours of it almost. It's like, no, actually, thank you. <laughs> so in other words, the game has quite a few holes. And that's probably because Liam just shot it in the face. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's it's a hard pass, man. It's, yeah. It sucks. It sucks to say that, but yeah. Well, folks, uh, what do you think? Do you agree with us? Or do you disagree? Let us know on our Twitter hand on our Twitter at the firm up at PSML for me and at wands23 for Joe or heck email us mailbag at the firm up.com. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear your opinions on this. And but yeah, uh, if you're looking for our recommendation, hard pass, especially this year, there are much, much better things to play right now. Yeah. All right, folks. That's been it, and it for some this. Some some might say you never stop coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that oh, does it for this special review. Yeah. Oh, what, what's up? I said that's a good battle for you. Mm. <laughs> folks, that does it for this special review episode of Mass Effect Andromeda. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard, you can get more episodes from us on our podcast. That's the, if you've got an Apple device, just go to the podcast app, look up the firmware update, and there we are. Uh, if you like uh, what you what you hear, you can also find us on Android devices using apps such as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast. We highly recommend Pocket Cast for the money. Also, if you uh, just prefer to just download it, you can do so at our own website, thefirmup.com, where you can find not only direct downloads of all our episodes, but articles written by Joe Garcia as well. On top of that, we also have a Facebook page, which we appreciate if you head look up and uh, give us a like. And you can also find a direct uh, link to email us if you ever forget the email, which, once again, mailbag at thefirmup.com. And Joe, am I forgetting anything else? I don't believe so, sir. All righty. Folks, we will see you next time. Adios. Thank you.